Good mark. Sweet. Uh, I'm sure right. it's there. <laughs> <laughs> we'll figure it out. Hey, your everyone. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great way to start this episode. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> I'm keeping that in. Hey, everyone, and welcome 16. to the Nostalgia Effect oh. podcast, where we examine movies from our childhood through the lens of adulthood. That's all we need right now <laughs> while we're all having a drink except for Joe, because Joe doesn't drink the alcohol. I, Joe drinks. I have, I have a frosty cold glass of H2O here. As always. Nature's alcohol. <laughs> because as of recording this, yeah. we just heard literally a couple like hours, an hour or lit- like an it, hour or two, two ago. hours ago oh, at the man. most. Yeah. The yeah. passing of Chadwick Boseman was yeah. um, released into the universe. <sighs> Shocking. I think everyone was let's, shocked. Let's all just heave a collective fuck you 2020. Seriously. Yeah. Fuck 2020. Fuck cancer. Just what a like, loss. That's upsetting. It, and I mean, we were talking about this earlier, and I, I had said, like, he did not tell anybody except for probably, like, family, a couple friends, and maybe the Marvel executives. He, because he, he knew that that had to be something that would go on for a long time. I mean, here's the thing is, is I know quite a bit about cancer, and I'm sure that they, if he, he was diagnosed in 2016, so they would have had to plan shoots and travel days, <clears throat> excuse me, mm-hmm. travel days, and all, I mean, basically, the, the whole production of anything that he was working on would have had to be sort of planned around around his, around. his medical needs. Mm-hmm. So yeah. on some level, some higher high-ups knew about it. Um, they had to have. Yeah, uh, at uh, least the director, like the production coordinators, the producers, possibly yeah. producers, um, and then especially like Marvel execs or any studio execs for any of the films that he was yeah. doing had to have known. And, the and fact it that just he, it shows to it goes yeah. to show how powerful he was as a human being, not only yeah. as an actor, that he was training for Black Panther while having pancreatic can or colon cancer, not pancreatic cancer, yeah. colon cancer. Yeah. Like I could not imagine doing that even as a healthy human being. Yeah. It I mean it takes it takes everything out of you. Um the treatments and uh, it is. Um, I mean, I never got. He, he's he's one of the Marvel people I did not get to meet uh, when I did that Marvel Avengers junk in a while back. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I was thinking about it today because I was thinking, you know, like I, I never I never got to meet him. Obviously, I didn't know him, um, mm-hmm. but I just feel I feel I really liked him in his films. You know, yeah. and I just feel really bad. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's yeah. what makes a pretty good actor, right? We make them relatable in a way even though you see them in these different roles they're Mm -hmm. always there's a consistency to them a familiarity to them and so they become familiar to you yeah and you just like oh shit they're gone like what the fuck just happened yeah Yeah, and i've never like it's just a whiplash and he was just there like he was just like he's you know like he was he i mean it's stupid but it's like we were just watching endgame and Infinity War last week, and it's like, but I just saw him in these movies, and that's a yeah. stupid way to you think. You were like, wait a minute, yeah. he was just like a movie star. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, and he He's just dead? had a movie come out in June. Yeah, the Is that, 20, that's when the, the Five Bloods Bridges? came out. Oh yeah. yeah. The, oh, the Five Bloods. The new Spike Lee joint. The Spike Lee oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which he was amazing in that. Mm-hmm. Like he, like Del Rey Lindo, like he stole the show in that film, but Chadwick Boseman was amazing in the small part that he 
he didn't play a small part, but the part that he played, it wasn't on there for like a long time. Yeah, he didn't have a lot of screen time, but he yeah, was still he didn't have a lot of screen time. Awesome. He was still yeah. screen presence. Yeah, a powerful performance. Yeah, man, he would have so, missed dump fire of a year, man. Dumpster rest fire. Rest in peace, Black <sighs> Panther. R.I.P. King. We will miss you. Forty-three, man. Yeah. 43. Sucks. Um, so well, segueing from that <laughs> segueing awful from the, news. that really sad news. Um, I do have a couple other things for talking trailers before we get into Johnny's birthday pick. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Cause I today, forgot. not, not today when we're recording, but today when this episode goes live, it is Johnny's 30th birthday. True. Yes. I will be turning the big three Oh 30. Which I think Johnny's the baby of the group. Three three decades. Makes you an adult. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how these things work. Um, but the first one I want to talk about is they announced today that they, Disney is in production of a new live-action haunted mansion film. Oh, uh, oh they, are, they are. Please, please tell me that this is the yes. one that get Del Toro has been has no. been teasing. Oh man, I, I, I don't know if it is for sure. I didn't read the article. Um, I don't know if you guys, either of you watch offhand Disney on YouTube. I'm aware of it. But I um, had refreshed my subscription page and he it literally had just posted. So I watched it and he kind of broke down the, um, I think it was a Variety article, but it's going to be written by Katie Dippold. Oh, she um, did she Ghostbusters. Is, yeah, she wrote the new Ghostbusters, not the new, new one. The not the 20- Jason Reitman yeah, one. The, the not Paul, the Jason uh, Reitman one. one. She wrote Paul the Lady Feig Ghostbusters. Yeah. 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 Um, she was also a writer on Parks and Rec. Uh-huh. She and wrote Heat, and heat. she wrote Snatched. Yeah. Which, Wait, um, Snatched? And Snatched, people didn't like that, right? No. I, I've i not seen it, but I have not heard great things and about I, it. And I really, really hated the Wait. Heat. Um, but I uh, thought the yeah, Paul Feig Ghostbusters Feig. was middling. Yeah. I love Parks and Rec. It's yeah. one of... It's my top three favorite shows of all time mm-hmm. um and the production company that is going to be backing it is the one that did the live action aladdin oh. does that mean anything <laughs> i mean like, I, I i still I, haven't seen like, that movie my, only my thoughts on that is what joe joe's reaction <laughs> my, my like. noise <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh like mm. like strong writer i mean all right so you guys know you got disneyland's your stuff we've been on the haunted mansion we probably talked to me about this while we were on there but you know me. Is there a story in that? Nope. In this whole no. walk? No, right? It's just no. like you're, you're literally walking whatsoever. through a haunted mansion, right? So the thing is, is famously, no, there is no, there's no story. And part of that reason is because as they were developing it, they, the, there were constant sort of too many chefs in the kitchen, essentially. And yeah. there were too many ideas that were, were sort of getting bandied about. And so the Haunted Mansion is actually just sort of a, a big hodgepodge Anthology. of all of those ideas kind of slammed together. Just threw them all yeah. together. I would mm-hmm. say I would say each room is an anthology on the Haunted Mansion. Right. It's just a vibe when you go in and, there. And, and that, now that is true of Disney World's Haunted Mansion as well. But yeah. um, the There's uh, Haunted... There's a story in the Tokyo... Uh, the the one is it Disney Sea or is it Tokyo? So the one in, in Disney Sea is is actually not the haunted mansion because they they their ancestors are not spooky the way we you know they they, they sort yeah. of the dead yeah yeah the, like their, ancestor, the past ancestor worship is a thing there so mm-hmm. it's really more like an enchanted adventurer's house full of mystical artifacts mm-hmm. oh. um, and and that's and so that's that's their version of the haunted mansion um, mm. but the one in Paris 
has a full story and uh, is really interesting. And uh, that's the only that's the only haunted mansion that that does have a proper story. Interesting. Yeah. But you have seen Johnny. You have seen the Eddie Murphy one, correct? No. That's it's a on good Disney choice. Plus, if you ever want to watch it, it's not mm, great. <laughs> yeah. I will only watch one Disney movie based on Disney movie theme park rides, and that is Pirates of the Caribbean. No, wait. Tower of Terror? That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Eddie Murphy Haunted Mansion, as much as I love Eddie Murphy occasionally, um, Eddie Murphy's that, great that film, and, like a bunch of stuff. He's He's don't, great. Th- don't be smirched the name of Eddie Murphy. He's okay, great Eddie when Murphy, he's like let loose. Family movie Eddie Murphy in the eighties. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Family Mur- family movie Eddie Eddie Murphy is not is not Eddie Murphy that anybody wants to and see. And that's the Eddie Murphy that I grew up with. That's true. Well, Listen, that th- Amy, what you must do uh, is 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 think about oh, Eddie I've Murphy. Made, I've made my piece and I've watched Beverly Hills Cop and oh no. I, no, no, no! I'm not, I watched all of his SNL stuff. And oh, oh, see, okay, on SNL, he was brilliant. Um, no, uh, like I, I have the um, like SNL 40th anniversary, like this huge coffee table book my sister got me for Christmas. Yeah. And when we were going through it as a family, funnily enough, my mom was pointing out all of her favorite sketches, and a lot of them were Eddie Murphy sketches. Oh, well, they were great. He, Mr. Robinson's Neighborhood. Yeah. James Brown Hot Tub. Little James Richard Brown Simmons. That's pretty good. Um, Bo Wheat. I mean, they were just brilliant, one after the other. Gumby. Um, and um, <laughs> but, but what I was going to bring up was uh, I, I don't remember which stand-up special it was, um, but Eddie Murphy did a, a stand-up bit, or maybe it was even on Saturday Night Live. Um, but he did a he did a, a stand up bit where he was talking about like you know why you do you want to know why you never see black people in, in in haunted house movies? It's because you know white people walk in they're like oh whoa look at this this is very nice wallpaper and then get out it's oh I think we'll stay here for a while and it's yeah. like you know black people walk in and it's like oh baby come check this out get up oh and it's like we're leaving well, we gotta go <laughs> and then out. he goes and does the haunted mansion and besmirches the haunted mansion name and that great joke yeah oh his 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 bit on 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 black people in scary movies was great and I, I highly recommend listener that you seek it out if you don't already know what I'm talking about so yeah we're getting another haunted mansion fingers crossed that it's better than um, that it's more better than the Eddie Murphy one that it's more Pirates of the Caribbean than it is yeah Tower of Terror I, I, re- I, I hope <laughs> it'll just It'll take the fun yet spooky vibe that we get from the Haunted Mansion mm-hmm. and maybe do something with, um, like, Madame Leota. Or, I, like, would, I would love just, something. like, a classic. Not, you know, like, it, didn't, it wouldn't even have to be super scary, but just, like, a classic, you know, unsettling kind of haunted house movie. I would be so yeah. happy with that. Well, I... But is it going to be, like, a... I mean, it's a Disney movie, right? So it's like, yeah. A, well, it's like a, so it'd be like a family movie, now. Not like necessarily. They could, they could, they could really lay down their PG thing, 13. like Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, Pirates, I think, was PG thirteen. And that movie had some had some things in it. Yeah. yeah, I'll give you that. I'll give you that one. So, like, um, I we have at Shout uh, released a Abbott and Costello box set, mm. mm-hmm. and I started watching some of them, and one of my favorites has been, I think it's called like. Catch that ghost or oh, something. Yeah. yeah. And I absolutely love that. And I think that would be a great Haunted Mansion film or something similar to that, like an old 50s, 60s 
goofy horror movie. Yeah. If, I think it, it'd be really fun. It, uh, I could see that. I could see that definitely. I mean, it would fit into the whole Disney vibe of things. And, like, the Haunted Mansion has, like, a fun, whimsical vibe to it. Yeah. So, like, something like that would be, yeah. you know, it would, in, in line with the... Uh, what the ride is. It would be cool mm-hmm. if it happened in, in, in the 60s, too. You know, because the original Hunter yeah. Mansion opened in 1969. Um, mm, and uh, that would be that would be really awesome. The um, I, I just hope they don't go, like, the Saving Mr. Banks route. And it's like, they get Tom Hanks back, and it's just him developing the Haunted Mansion. Which would suck, because Walt Disney didn't even live to see it made. No. <laughs> One last thing before we head into um, some DC fandom talk from last episode um we have talked relentlessly about new mutants and how much joe does not believe it'll come out and it hit theaters it's technically in theaters right? it is technically in theaters right now people have seen this film but it's in theaters at a time where so many theaters are closed so i feel like this is this is par for the course for this movie's release it's still on track though to make 10 mil this weekend. Well, yeah, because what else is out? I to mean, watch? yeah, there's not a lot, whole lot of movies. Um, out. Something but I, about I, the I, private life of David Copperfield or something with Dev Patel playing David Copperfield. Yeah, see, that, what else is out? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> yeah. it, they're rerunning Inception and Tenant comes out in two weeks. Yeah. Or in a week. I was actually invited to a press screening in Vegas of Tenant on Monday. Wow. But I was like, you know what? I don't feel safe. As living by myself and having to take care of another being as well as myself, I don't feel safe getting on a plane and going into a movie theater right now. Yeah. So I declined the offer. The safest way to have gone would be to drive, which is even more time. Yeah. But anyways, about New Mutants, this has nothing to do with the actual movie being in theaters. Um, One of the co-creators, Bob McLeod, made this post and posted it to Facebook, and then it was reposted on to Twitter by a couple people. And I just wanted to read it to you because it kind of shows how shitty this film is from the filmmaking standpoint and, like, the filmmakers. So this is from Bob McLeod's Facebook I was very excited when I heard they were making a New Mutants movie. I thought making it into a horror movie was perhaps an interesting idea, but not at all how the characters should be introduced to the public at large. But hey, my character's in a movie. I never would have thought that that would actually happen. But then, I was disappointed when they didn't give Danny braids, although I like Blue Hunt. I was disappointed when Rain wasn't a redhead with spiky hair, although I adore Maisie Williams. I was disappointed that Sam isn't a tall, gawky, isn't tall and gawky, although I do like Charlie Heaton. But mainly I was very disappointed that Roberto isn't short and dark-skinned. Yet another example of Hollywood whitewashing. Hmm. There's just no excuse. So basically, Josh Boone erased everything I contributed to the way the characters look. And now, the movie has come out at last, and apparently they've credited someone named Bob Macload, M-A-C, instead of M-C, as co-creator. They couldn't even bother be bothered to check the spelling of my name sometime in the last three years. And that can't be fixed. That will be on the movie forever. I think I'm done with this movie. Wow. Yeah. That sucks. That and is just to be clear, so this shitty. is the creator of the this comic is one, book This characters. is the co-creator yeah. of, the, of the New Mutants comics. Wow. What a, yeah. what a shit show. That's yeah. Awesome. Well, it's going to get what it deserves. Nobody's going to watch it. Nobody's going to remember it. I mean, it's... it's uh... I've seen varying reviews from some of my film friends. Mm-hmm. I've only ever I've only seen negative reviews on any of the, the 
sites like, you know, AV Club or any of these other places. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hold on, let me... But yeah, the movie just, I don't know, I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, if when it's shelled for so long and it goes through reshoots and this and that, recuts, it's just... And when you piece it all together, it's gonna make. It's not gonna. It's not gonna be anything like it was supposed to be. You know, what I'm saying it's. Yeah. It's, it's a Frankenstein monster at that and, point. And not only is it a Frankenstein monster, but it's also like the phantom limb of a series of films that's dead that already. Are yeah, exactly. Already yeah. gone. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, it's got a 25 percent um, from critics and a 52 audience on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. And it's got like a three out of five on Letterboxd hmm. average. Yeah, well, that's a solid C. Yep. <laughs> I mean, I'd still like to see it, but again, I'd like to see it Safely. currently from the comfort of my own I home. mean, why wouldn't they just release it on VOD? That doesn't make any sense. They, I feel like they, they could have made know. more money releasing it on VOD than they would have made yes. if they released it in the- how they released it in theaters. Yes, but there or might be not. something contractually where they must release it in theaters. This was a Fox film before Disney bought Fox. Mm. And so it was made under Fox's purview, Fox's deal, and yeah. maybe there's just something that says this movie must be released in theaters for X amount of time. Um, yeah. And they, and they yeah, you know, maybe. you have to honor those contracts. And so maybe, yeah. maybe that's why. Yeah. Who knows? Plus, like, theaters are starting to open back up, so everyone's like, let's I mean, yeah. try to get something into theaters and earn some revenue back. Mm-hmm. And Maybe. that one's a good sacrificial lamb. Because yeah. they, they certainly sure, wanna, because they don't give a shit about it. So, yeah, because so, yeah. they certainly want, wouldn't want to put like Black Widow in there and, and have it tank just because most theaters are not open and yeah. more, more than enough people are afraid to that's go to why the they, That's why they sent Mulan directly to Disney+. Plus, and I have a feeling that Mulan's going to do gangbusters on Disney+, Plus, mm-hmm. so they're going to do I'm the same thing to Black it, Widow. So I'm watching yeah, it. I mean, mm-hmm. like, I'm paying that. It's 30 bucks? Yeah. It's like, it's like 30 I mean, bucks, I'm paying so. 30 bucks, but my like my sisters are also going to like chip in 5 bucks. I think my parents are going to chip in 5 bucks. I, like, don't, I don't think they're going to chip in 5 bucks, I'm going to be honest with you right now. <laughs> <laughs> my think, sister I, will. Because mm. she she's the one that said, I'll, I'll Venmo you <laughs> once you <laughs> get it. I don't know <laughs> your can, sister. I've never met your sister, but your sister's a liar. <laughs> My sister's the most trustworthy person that I know. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Which sister? Ooh. This, is the, this is the pharmacist's sister. Okay. So the other sister is the most untrustworthy. Wow. Mm-hmm. Can't well, believe how I, that works. That's how, wor- that's how it works, sister, right? She's the most I don't have siblings, person, so I'm pretty sure But she works. may not be trustworthy. <laughs> <laughs> she's running around without a mask. and oh, oh, no. That's a whole other story I don't want to get that's into a different right podcast. now. Let's talk about DC fandom. Yeah. Fandom. It's and a dome. Two movies a dome. enter, one movie leave. There was a lot of movies that entered. <laughs> there was um, only one guys, movie that mattered. You guys, I spent... Shazam I think started two. at 10 and it ended at 6. I spent the entire last Saturday... Half the time it was muted, or like the volume was turned down and I was watching something else. But I spent the majority of my Saturday last week with DC fandom. <laughs> that's, um, that's exciting. That was, that was Amy was taking one for the team because Johnny and I were not going to do that. <laughs> no. I mean, you could watch all of it later in condensed form where they yep. just show you the important stuff and mm-hmm. then you don't have to sit through the bullshit. I'd, yeah. I, even I mean, did, I did. I did even less than that. I just waited until people told me what looked cool and then I went to look for just <laughs> and that. And you were like, hey, there it is. Well, I mean, I wanted to like take notes on some of the things that we had talked about just in case we wanted to talk about it. 
But I think really the only things that matter for us to talk about would be like the Suicide Squad, mm-hmm. the Snyder Cut, maybe mm-hmm. a little bit of Flash, and of mm-hmm. course, the Batman. The mm-hmm. Batman oh, trailer. And there is some Shazam news. Can we, can we talk about Shazam first? Because right. Sinbad yeah. is going to be in Shazam. I'll Shazam, see it. The pirate when I believe it. I mean, I believe Sinbad it when I see it. Sinbad, the actor. Sinbad, the uh, '90s comedian. All right, the wow. one and only Sinbad. All right. I didn't. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I did not know he was still alive. <laughs> they made a whole big thing about Shazam versus Kazam. And he made a joke about he's going to be in Kazam 2. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> it was very awkward, but Adam Brody was there, and I was happy. Uh, mm-hmm. all right. It's all, it's um, all Also, needs. Black Adam, yep. The Rock, was there. That, I was no, happy, they, too. Uh, they, I mean, I uh, I really don't like that. It was that Black Adam. Because it wasn't a trailer. It was just like No, it was just art. concept art. And Which is cool, but it was it like up. a... I mean, I get it. I get it. But, you know. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't care. It's it's. I don't know. They just have nothing rock. to show. I'm just saying the, the project's been like going forever. Like, how do they have nothing to show for it? But this like concept art, like this movie's never getting made. I don't feel like. Well, it's just. So I think it's weird. gonna be a new mutants thing. It's just I mean, so yeah. weird that, that like they it's, it's they have the rock. That's all they've had. Right. It's, I feel like if you have, have the, the rock, rock as your years. star and you're DC connected to Warner, like. You, you're printing no money right there, right? As the star. The Rock is like the, the biggest star. In, the only other person attached to it is Noah Centineo. And they mm-hmm. got, they're covering all of the fangirl bases right now. That's it. That's their audience. I don't know who that guy is. He's in I a bunch either. of Netflix uh, rom-coms for teens. Wow, teenage they really girls. do. They really are aiming for a very specific audience, aren't they? Yeah. He was in the To All the Boys I Love. That's the only thing I know him from. But he's been in like a... Like, at least eight mm. Netflix teen rom-coms. Wow. Yeah. He, right. like, churns Hi. them out. Um, Wait, does this mean that Black Adam is going to be a, a teen romance comedy? God, I hope not. <laughs> That'd be fun. I mean, that's, like, the one genre that The Rock hasn't dipped into, but, you know. Yeah, because he's not know. a teenager. Hey, hey, don't you underestimate <laughs> his acting chops, all right? Joe, Joe, Noah Centineo was, like, 29. Okay, so then he's age-appropriate for The Rock to go after. <laughs> Boom. Got it. Um, But Noah Centineo's playing Adam Smasher, Every time you didn't know that. Every time you say that name, I want to say, bless you. <laughs> I mean... I like just saying the name, Noah Centineo. Bless you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to briefly touch on this because I want to touch on it as little as possible. The Flash movie. Um, it was only 10 minutes long, which I find hilarious. Oh, the, oh, the movie's only 10 minutes long? Yeah. Great. Yeah, I was like, uh... <laughs> the, there was a panel on the multiverse, like creating the multiverse within the comics and the DCEU that was 30 mm-hmm. minutes long. Yeah. yeah. But the Flash movie, it did get officially announced as like Flashpoint, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Like it's, yes. Even though it's people been... like knew that was, yeah. if there was going to be. I feel like, isn't, I feel like, I don't know. All right. So, you know, I'm not a big like DC guy. But I feel None like, of us are. well, Joe likes I DC. Am. I love um, DC. Yeah, uh, Joe's resident DC expert here. Yeah. Um, well, Joe's just resident 
expert. Expert. But Flashpoint seems to be it's like the only interesting story about the Flash. I feel like this is the only thing you could actually make a movie about. It's well, it so what's interesting is it is it is one of the most famous things for the Flash to be a part of, and yeah, in the comics when it happened, there was it wasn't just the there's there's the Flash Flashpoint graphic novel comic book art but it ripples out into but all ripple- of the that's right yeah. and so there was a whole line of different comic stories that were flashpoints it was batman flashpoint superman flashpoint you know was- i remember when it happened on the cw and it like rippled into arrow, arrow. Yeah. and it completely fucked up like some of the arrow story like not like little story things. wise little details yeah little details the timeline. Because, like, it changed mm-hmm. one of the characters' sons into a daughter, or a daughter and a son, yeah. or something like that. Other way around, yeah. It was they had yeah. a daughter, a baby daughter, and then they had a baby boy. But, um, like, didn't Arrow, like, Green Arrow married somebody different than Black Canary, or something like that? Um, I wasn't, like, too. I, I never got to that part it, of it, Arrow, but I had watched the crossover episodes where they mentioned it. Yeah, it was. It was. Um, minimal and the the Black Canary marriage thing that wasn't going to happen based on what was happening with that character in the show. Um, yeah. But that that had nothing to do with Flashpoint. And Flashpoint was, I was expecting honestly, I was expecting it to be more. Uh, but and you it, guys and are talking about Flashpoint. So we, Flashpoint we, in the show. In the, the show, show, the Flash yeah. series. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. they, they not did the, a Flashpoint the with their other books. shows, right? So they kind already of. kind of run this storyline. Yeah, it's they, they the show? did, but it was it was it was scaled back significantly and okay. yeah. and largely dealt with fairly quickly. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, um, but um, but the the Flashpoint graphic novel is really good. Um, yeah, I've I, I've yeah. read that. I haven't read the whole thing, but I mean, I've read bits and pieces yeah. of those. Yeah, and it's really ever since once once we saw sort of this bifurcation of uh, DC's cinematic approach. You know, they they put all of their chips behind Zack Snyder and then they doubled down and then they pulled all of that support and then people, and then they started shedding like lead actors and kind of, you know, like everything started to fall off and then they had, everything was on fire. Like, and then they had offshoots that were really successful like Joker where they're like, all right, well, I guess we can continue doing these one-offs. Then, then it became really clear that flashpoint was the only way to, have that of, make sense and tie in together if they really wanted to still try to have something that made sense and tie yeah. in together. Well, yeah. um, I do have some stuff to talk about on the movie itself, but to that point, Joe, I saw somebody on Twitter after DC Fandom was over, and I don't remember it exactly, so this is just mostly paraphrasing. Somebody said that DC is now doing the exact opposite of what Marvel is doing. Mm-hmm. They're giving different directors different IPs mm-hmm. to just do whatever the hell they want with it yeah. and not necessarily have it all be interconnected yeah. Yeah. in a way. With it without the pressure because now you, yeah. you can do a Batman movie and just be like, well, well, this is Batman from this universe. It's fine. Don't worry yeah. about it. Yeah. And, but we can like, still have Aquaman and Wonder Woman from the movies that you know because they're in this universe and it's fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah. So it's like Todd Phillips' Joker is the Joker over here mm-hmm. on itself and mm-hmm. Pattinson has nothing to do with it. Batfleck has nothing to do with it. Exactly. It's just its yeah. own thing. And then Black Adam and Shazam may come together. And, like, maybe James Gunn's Suicide Squad comes The Black in. Adam and Shazam are, like, 
character. They're they're like the they're arch enemies. They're antagonists. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like those are probably the two right now that are mainly connected. Mm -hmm. Besides, like anything that's within the Snyderverse. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then it's like the Batman. It's its own thing, and then the new Suicide Squad is its own thing. Yeah. Um, I will say, uh, sort of jumping. Isn't the new Suicide Squad more? I'm sorry. Isn't the new Suicide Squad more of like a sequel or? Prequel well, we will get to that to in just a second. Uh, so oh, I was, I was gonna, I was gonna segue <laughs> into Suicide Squad <laughs> because um, uh, it looks really interesting to me that they're essentially going for, uh, they're aiming even closer towards the the source material of, of Suicide Squad, which mm-hmm. is essentially the Dirty Dozen, um, mm-hmm. well, and they've they're making essentially that movie, but Suicide Squad. Well, that's what James Gunn kind of alluded to in his pre-interview oh, before really? they brought the entire cast on. Mm. Was that he his first comic book he ever read was the Suicide Squad, mm. and he was very inspired by like the Dirty Dozen mm-hmm. and a lot of classic westerns, mm-hmm. and that's what he brought into the Suicide Squad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but some things from really cl- quick on Flash. Um, it seems like they have a script written, mm-hmm. and it was not written by Ezra Miller. Yeah, that, that it one was written got by rejected. somebody else. Yeah. And they maybe had filmed some stuff because the screenwriter had alluded to like something that Ezra Miller did on set or while they were filming. Although I don't know if that has anything to do with what they were filming for Justice League. Mm. Hmm. Interesting. Um, but I do like the concept art of the new suit. It's very flashy nah. and electric looking. I see what you did there. Okay, I see. I see what you, I see what happened. I didn't do that on purpose, but <laughs> hey, I'll take <laughs> it. <laughs> okay, okay. I but, see you, Amy. I see you. Okay. But I'm not excited for this. So let's talk about Suicide Squad. Oh well, but I am. I am kind of excited that they're that this multiverse thing they're really going for it they're gonna bring back batfleck they're gonna have yes. michael keaton batman yeah. which is gonna that's be pretty, pretty cool. cool i did that's, i yeah i did like that yeah i was because i, I, I like batfleck i think ben affleck i mean I, whatever I you want to think see... about him i liked him as bruce wayne i liked him as the batman i think he was the best part of batman versus superman and there's not a lot of good parts in that movie i would love to see the batfleck in a good movie so same, um, same. I'm, I'm. You think happy. that the Flash is gonna be a good movie? It, there's a chance. I mean, I mean, I don't know. Right, right now, there's, there is the it's it's Schrodinger's movie, right? Right now, <laughs> it, it, it could be both good and bad at the same time. We don't know. It has not been made yet. It's true. Very true. Yeah. It has the potential to be anything. Mm. Anyways. But it has the Ezra Miller of it all hanging over it. Yeah, I still can't believe that they're just, re- I mean, it's, I don't, I, I've, I've not seen anybody else really upset about it, but I also don't live on the internet, so I don't know. But it seems like that one has pretty much gone totally forgotten. Yeah, I haven't seen any, any, like even during DC fandom, nobody was talking about the Ezra Miller situation. Yeah. Well, um, you, you certainly they wouldn't bring it up then. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, Really quickly, Snyder Cut. Did you guys like that trailer? Uh, How did that trailer make you feel? Okay, it was basically, it was like Zack Snyder was like, all right, you want Zack Snyder? Here's Zack Snyder. And it was exactly what you'd expect from Zack Snyder. There's the overplayed Hallelujah, which I've seen. I, I saw a quote from him talking about why he picked it. It's like, oh, it's just a bunch of mumbling double talk that has no real thinking like, reason behind it. I love it. that song. Uh, but but then here's the other thing. There's 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 something in there that is classic Zack Snyder and the reason why I think he's the wrong person for these movies. You have Ezra you have Ezra Miller's Barry Allen saving whom I assume is Iris West. 
Oh, and, it has to be Iris. And like, the way she looks at him in that, exactly. that trailer, it's Iris West. And and you see, as they're making goo-goo eyes at each other, there's a car flipping end over end and then exploding in the background. And it's like, what the fuck, dude? Are there no people in that car? Are there no people in the way of that car? You're going to save this one pretty girl and make eyes at her while real danger happens? You are not a superhero. It's just flashy. I, well, like, yeah, but that's but that's my point. That's that's my whole problem with Zack Snyder's approach to these these heroes is that they couldn't care less about the people around them. Yeah, well, like, just, I, I have not watched... They want to do cool superhero shit in slow-mo. In slow motion over a rock song. Mm-hmm. It and have it be badass. It was a fucking <laughs> slow song. This is this is the issue that I have with this trailer. I fucking hate everything about it because it is totally the wrong song for this trailer. I just don't know why it's in there. I just I mean, it did not fit, and it made me like I love that song, and the like the trailer was too flashy to be holding that like to be having that song backing it because I was like. You have all these explosions and all the slow-mo. You want something fast and choppy and action-y and beat. Like, you want beat instead of having this very slow moving. I was like, can we just get this over with? Uh, it felt like it was 20 minutes long. Once once again, this is exactly Zack Snyder's approach. His, his, I hate it. His I hate superhero it so action movies are full of almost no action, a ton of dour navel-gazing, and then halfway through you start wondering... I'd rather just this be over. I don't care if there's a conclusion. Just please stop. I don't want to be here anymore. So yeah. I think we got a really, uh, actually a really truthful trailer. <laughs> you yeah. Know? I, I'm probably still going to watch all four fucking hours of this movie. Ugh. But just for like the fact that it's like, you know everyone's going to want to do it. It's just, it's a pop culture do you, thing. Do you know what I want to know? is You're how, doing it for the culture, Amy. What I, yeah. what I want to know culture is when so basically when you write a movie script each page is supposed to equate to approximately one minute of screen time give or take right. you know um i'm sure that the screenwriter did not hand in a 400 page script so why is your movie four hours long Zack snyder that's what i would like to know like yeah. what were you doing on set did you add things is oh, it the slow-mo you know but it's like what this is why his movies are are so slow and undirected and and I mean, like visually, they're they're cool. But aside from that, that they're just they're just it's everything. There's too much. It's yeah. like a cheeseburger that has a grilled cheese as the buns on either side of the meat. I mean, hey, those are delicious. Joe, what the fuck are you delicious. talking about? <laughs> you can get them at Jack in the Box, okay? After 9 p.m., Munchie Box. All right, you get two Give tacos. Give me a, a place that burger with, like, a turkey burger or a Beyond Burger. And oh, get yeah. out of here. Just late-night food, all right? This is bad mistakes happening right now. I, won't, I don't eat red meat. But anyways, so during DC Fandom, if you entered your email address, you could be entered to win if you were, like, the first so many people an associate producer of the Justice League Snyder Cut. Guess who tried to, and I think actually won Our, one of those a shirts. Fr a friend of ours. This girl. No way. <laughs> I think I got an associate producer shirt. Oh my nice. God. Because then, Amy, I, I hate myself. Of, Amy, I have a list of grievances I have with you for your movie. <laughs> no, this is going with my Aquaman water bottle. You guys. So, so when I'm Snyder Cut comes day, out, these are like unholy and we sit infinity through it, stones. We can blame you at the end of it for wasting our time. Yeah. Sweet. All right, okay. Cool. 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 
you didn't think three. this one through. You yeah. played yourself. You done fucked up, Amy. You done. That's one thing you're not we'll supposed to do. I won't know if I have this shirt until it arrives. Mm. So I don't even know if I officially have it or not yet. So you're just over here just blatantly telling lies. No, <laughs> I'm over here saying that I think that I may have won one. It wasn't super clear. <laughs> oh, if so I got it. It was like DC. It was it was classic DC on brand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. But the Batman. Yes. The one thing the everyone won, at least I feel like everyone can agree, that was a good trailer. Like, whether or not the movie is good, DC has come out with a lot of really good trailers in the past. Yes. The, fir- the first Suicide Squad mm-hmm. trailer, mm-hmm. amazing. The I remember first Man of Steel trailer was really amazing. good. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, great. Great I trailers. Wish I, I still wish that I could have seen that movie, that that, movie, <laughs> that, that trailer was advertising. But... Yeah, man, I liked I liked the, a lot about a lot oh, about what I saw. I thought it was I like really great. About it, and that's only with twenty five percent of, of it, the yeah. film wrapped, which I is do. crazy. I, that's that's what amazes me is like how great like yeah. the trailer was, considering that like most of the movie hasn't been filmed yet. I've yeah. been I've just been thinking. I've only watched the trailer once because you know how I am. What? But I've been. You're insane. I've watched I, it like five times. I know. <laughs> I've times. only watched it twice. You guys I've, are insane. I it's just I I just keep thinking about it though, and I keep thinking because. Obviously, I really liked Christopher Nolan's Batman films, and, and they are my favorite. And that is my Batman right now, right? Currently, and until until well, I take that back. With this trailer, Robert Pattinson is my Batman, but Robert Pattinson is mine all the time, anyways, except for Edward Cullen. So yeah, you gotta let him go. You gotta you gotta unchain <laughs> him and let him be free, Amy. He cannot live in your closet forever. Um, I don't know you guys. <laughs> Um, I, I like Cedric Diggory a lot. I'm also a Hufflepuff. <laughs> That's true, um, mm, but explains but a lot. I keep I keep thinking about like what is it about this because it's I feel like you know Christopher Nolan had something to say about Batman mm-hmm. and then and then he did that and then uh, Zack Snyder didn't really have like a unique take on Batman. He just kind of did. The familiar he wanted Dark Knight man. Well, he just wanted Batman yeah. Superman fighting from the Dark Knight. Not yeah, terms, and he, yeah. yeah, and so he had sort of generic, ultra-violent Batman, and that was that was his take on Batman. And mm-hmm. this take, I'm trying to put my finger on it, because it's not that it well, feels any more or less realistic than is, what Nolan this did. This is, Joe, why you watch the entirety of the panel, because Matt Reeves talked for about 25 minutes well, let me, about his Batman. Let me, let me guess, or at least tell you what I think, or what's, okay. what's reaching out to me, is essentially... Christopher Nolan made a a lifelike, realistic seeming world, you know, a world kind of like ours, with mm-hmm. a man in it that dresses like a bat, and and there was kind of like a little bit of disharmony in that, you know, that there's like there's this like okay, I guess people do this in this in this world, all right. right. But it was and still in a way that wasn't too cartoony. That or wasn't over the top. unreasonable. It was grounded, right? Yeah. It was a grounded reality-based version of Batman. But it also, but like the key to Christopher Nolan's films is this is the first time anybody's done this. Dressed up like a like a, an animal and fought people in the street at night, you know? Yeah. Well, but, see, but, 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 the Christopher Nolan Batman, he was doing this for a while. Yeah. Like, well, no, he that, actually only did it for two years. That Bruce, he was only doing it for two years. Yeah, he, because, was, he was Batman for a very short amount of time. Because I don't know if this is a spoiler for you, Joe, so you may want to plug your ears, but when Matt Reeves was talking yeah, about it, he said... it's Batman year two. This, no. Yeah. 
like this and nobody's done a look at like i think it's like a year and a half right that this bat this batman has been doing this but i'm saying like so he's still getting used to it Gotham's yeah. still getting used but to it. but i'm saying like directorially and the the approach and and the the sort of context and the world building that's going on here feels like it's a world in which it seems almost reasonable that there is a Batman. Like there's, it's almost like like the animated series that it's uh, the, the the really great Bruce Tim animated series. It's like here is a real seeming world where it is not unusual to have somebody doing taking this action, and 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 there's a little more um, you know a little more harmony between those two those two things. Well, you, yeah, because well, I see what you're saying. I see what you're getting at. Yeah, you're saying that like in, in Nolan's world, it basically had the juxtaposition of having it based in reality, but having the crazy fictional mm-hmm. thing of Batman. Whereas you're right, and I feel like this, at least from what we've saw. Mm-hmm. Um, it's taking on more of like the Tim Burton world where it's like, it's not as fantastical. It's more rooted in the Christopher Nolan reality of things, but, but it's it kind is of a still heightened. heightened. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. um, yeah. it's a little bit more expressionistic. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And they're, they're shooting it in Liverpool, right? In England. Mm-hmm. So like, it's like got this, like it's supposed to have like a Garthic, a Garthic, <laughs> a Gothic sort of feel to yes, it, right? Very yeah. emo and I'm here for it. Yeah. It's oh, supposed to have, so that, like, did you that guys my see? My Chemical Romance shot of Robert Pattinson at the end of the trailer. Just, <laughs> oh Did man, you guys see? You guys. People were like, uh, it was it was the shot from from uh, uh, Helena from no no from Avengers and he, he doesn't from, know what that is <laughs> no it's, it's it's the shot it's 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 Captain America and uh, and he says Bucky and then it was Robert Pattinson and it was and it said who the hell is Bucky <laughs> <laughs> um, but because he looks like the Winter Soldier Johnny I was like. Mm. Does um, he? I don't know. But Maybe, uh, I but any, but, but I but I love this is the first time that we've seen a Batman with the eye makeup. The eye makeup because yeah. it always magically disappears whenever the cowl comes off. This is the yeah. first time. Yeah, which is interesting. I like that everyone just like caught like kept, like glommed onto that fact that's like ah finally yeah it, everyone knows that the things on there. Well, and it's then... because their their target audience and a lot of the people who are really going to be here for this film grew up in that emo era like me myself and johnny who are emo kids at heart well so that actually brings me to another point about this bruce wayne because i think sarah sarah responded to it um i don't know about negatively but certainly not as strongly positive as i did Mm -hmm. Um, interesting and and one of the things was because she's like robert pattinson doesn't like he looks kind of you know like she made that face and i was like and and i said he doesn't look like pretty boy handsome yeah he's not like handsome man about greasy looking yeah but that's the thing it's i think i think if you were to if if bruce wayne were to really exist in real life that dude would be intense and like kind of scary i i once i once shot a video with an olympic fencer and the thing is is the guy was he was really nice he was really polite but he was not like the three of us he he we, like he he didn't feel i don't want to say he didn't feel like a real person but clearly everything about him was devoted to this one thing mm. and 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 you could just see that there was really nothing else other than fencing this sport yeah, like, and i think bruce wayne would come off the same way he's not like yeah he's not the pretty boy that like michael keaton or like uh, well, Michael Keaton portray came him across at, like, like a scatterbrain, you know, because like he didn't, he he was he was like, you know, he was asked which one of these people is Bruce Wayne, and he's like, I don't know, 
<laughs> you know, like yeah. Well, it's like it's like in every film iteration of Bruce that we have seen, he has been this like pretty rich boy, and he's able to separate the mental trauma of watching his parents get killed mm-hmm. and that PTSD for the public and performance that, of Bruce Wayne. Yeah, and he's he's able to separate that, and he's able to become the character Bruce Wayne. And then transform back into himself mm-hmm. of Batman. Yeah. And in this one, I, I really seriously hope that it shows the mental toll that Bruce turning into the Batman has on him. And th- it's a fight between Bruce and Batman. I think we will see that. And I'm, and I'm actually wondering if that will what that will do for the film. Like, what if Pattinson... Because Pattinson is a very good actor. It'll be, and- a, it'll be a huge... Um, Heath Ledger, Joker situation all over again? Well, no. Is that what you're thinking? No, no. I'm just wondering, like, in terms of the effect of the on the audience, like, what if he, oh. uh, listener, excuse the, the vernacular, but what if he goes full retard? You know, like, what if he actually does such a good job portraying somebody who is so messed up that we as the audience are kind of like, I don't know if I'm rooting for this crazy man. Like, uh, yeah. he's kind of, he's like, he's not likable. You know, like, I don't know. He maybe you know I'll be very curious to see what he does. I mean, I think at least if Matt Reeves does go with that whole scenario that I just proposed, I think a lot of people, especially in this day and age, will really glom onto that, especially like the mental health mm-hmm. and the depression mm-hmm. and the PTSD, mm-hmm. because that's a lot of what we are going through right now as a society. Yeah. So I think if he does it carefully enough mm-hmm. and well enough, which I think. With Robert Pattinson's track record since, like, Twilight, yeah. he has done a great job at portraying all different kinds of things like that, and he will do an excellent job at mm-hmm. that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very interested, very excited. Also, um, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just the trailer, but maybe it's also going to be in the film. But I get this really, like, viscerally dark and dangerous vibe from this like this feels like a truly dangerous world that he's mm-hmm. in and, and i'm here for it and i like that i mean and and, and even it's that gonna be more horror movie yeah and even that bit where he's like any of the other ones just like punching that guy Look, and you see him like punch. lose it and he just keeps yeah. going you know that's because it's, like it's like they took a baseball to a cantaloupe in yeah. the adr room well that's and that's the thing like that's we've talked about it before Bruce Wayne, if he wanted to help Gotham, he would devote money to public outreach and to social work and the police department. And, you know, he would do what he could. Like, money helps. Money helps all yeah. things. Um, I mean, yeah. He dresses He's a billionaire. up, he He's dresses crazy up like a bat. He's Jeff Bezos. He dresses up like a bat and Jeff beats Bezos people up because up he anybody. likes doing it. And that's yeah. the thing about Batman. And that's what looks like is in this movie. Yeah. yeah, it's going to be very um, mental, mentally. Uh, m- I don't know if that's the psychologically correct. focused. Psychologically, yeah. Thank you, Johnny. It'll be like very psychologically heavy and leaning towards that, which I find very intriguing. That's something I'm like in quarantine. I'm studying a lot more is psychology and film mm-hmm. and just psychology in general. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of stuff is like just so interesting and intriguing to me right now. Yeah, yeah. I'm 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 very interested and excited and uh, um, I'm I mean we're gonna get another cool Batman movie it looks like I mean yeah. I'm hoping I'm hoping for the best um, it looked like I'm saying trailer looked fantastic but I've been burned by DC trailers before <laughs> I will but just I say one note I think before Johnny I will say all of those those DC trailers are Zack Snyder related films 
So uh, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Um, I do love uh, Jeffrey Wright as um, <gasps> God. Uh, God. Gordon. 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 I never guys, knew that. I, that's what I never knew that that was like the because Jeffrey Wright's just a great actor in general. He's so but, good. But like, as damn, as that's a good role. I'm just like, yeah, hallway, yeah. It's just the back of his head, and I'm just like, yes, this is the Gordon that I want. Mm-hmm. I, don't know, mm-hmm. I just feel like he but fits that part so perfectly. Did you guys notice uh, Colin Farrell as Penguin? Yeah, yeah. like he looks looking weird. classic Scarface. I, yeah, looking really Scarface-ish. You know. Yeah. Um, like I and then like Zoe Kravitz is Catwoman like oh my god mm-hmm. Paul Dano and, is like, the Riddler Paul Dano. although we don't see much of him in the trailer no we don't see I think we no. just hear him but he's you ooh, don't well spooky. you see him in like, at he's the very beginning up. with the face mask yeah he's like a, oh you kind of see uh, him, him um you see his eyes uh, the rest of him is shrouded uh, like he I think he's there's a shot where he's watching Gordon or he's watching Batman. And everything, like the rest of him, is just shrouded in darkness, and you just see his eyes. I gotta see that trailer again. He's very heavily makeuped as mm. well, I think. Mm-hmm. I gotta check Which out. Which is gonna be weird again. because we only know the Riddler as like this bright green character. Yeah, yeah. At least like in pop culture, in film. Yeah. Like I haven't read any of the comics, so that's kind of my idea of the Riddler is Jim Carrey, and then what is in the animated Harley Quinn show. Which I still have only seen those first like four episodes. Just He's Jim Rash, still a bright green, Oscar nominated Jim Rash. Still a bright green character. No, Oscar mm. Oscar winner James Rash. I'm sorry. That's true. That's true. I should put respect on the name. <laughs> also, the dean in community. Yep. Just wanna, yes. Just want to say. Great. Um. All right. Well. Is that we all? Get to the movie? Is are we wrapping well, it up? Like, I mean, Wonder <laughs> Woman '84, but I don't, I don't know if there's really anything I to have talk no, about I, that. I am. Yeah, I have no interest really. I got nothing to say about it. Okay. Was there well, a new trailer? Yeah, there was a new trailer. They showed Cheetah. Oh, oh yeah, that's finally. right. That's right. Um, uh, everyone was saying how good she looked. I think she still looked a lot like a, someone jumped out of Cats. A video game character. Oh, right. Cats the no, movie. No, she Oof, jumped out of that's, Cats that's, the movie. That's, that's, but that's everyone's like, oh, that she's looking like the way they wanted Cats to look. Like the movie Cats. I haven't, but, uh, you know, I have not seen that. I'm, I'm, here, I'm um, looking now. Yeah, what? I mean. No, what? Uh, what? Hmm. Um, it just looks like a bad, uh, I, mean, just, I mean, you know, it, it looks, it's, CG, it's bad CGI, bad CGI looks just bad. Uh, I mean, Cheetah's, Cheetah was always going to be. It's in very low light too, so it's not like you get a great look at her. Putting, putting Cheetah in the movie and visualizing her was always going to be tough because she's kind of ridiculous looking in the comics you know well i mean yeah it's easy enough to have like an anthropomorphic cat woman person half cat half woman mm-hmm. in a comic book yeah i mean there's it's this very I'm, like, I'm saying i think wonder woman was good up until the very end and then it just became like a video game cutscene, and i love video games oh here's a great. yeah i say i don't like I'm video games texting you guys like, i'm sending Meh. you guys an image oh yeah and i keep forgetting that pedro what's his face is in it Pedro Pascal yeah. is in it, yes. I that's probably that and Chris Pine are probably the only things I'm real excited for about this. Plus like I mean, I, I it's kinda cool to see, you know, Diane in that gold winged suit. But that's about it. Yeah. Well, anyways, let's talk about Angels in the Outfield. <laughs> <laughs> so Johnny, this was your pick. And Angels I'm, in the Outfield. What is this? Nineteen ninety two? 94. 
94. Oh, man. This movie. Had you guys ever seen this movie before? Oh, yeah. It's been been a long, long time. I don't even remember when the last time I watched it. I just... The only thing I remember about it is Baby Joseph Gordon-Levitt mm. and baseball. Yes, that is that's pretty much the gist of it. And Christopher Lloyd. I think I probably Lloyd. saw it on like yeah on like Disney Channel or something at uh, my grandparents' house. Nice. I don't remember the first time I saw this movie. I feel like this is this is one of those things that just always existed in my life. It was just the VHS. I mean, that it kind of had. Well, you I were mean, three yeah. when it came out. I was four. No, well, you were three. It came out in July. You didn't expect Amy to do that quick math, did I you? I know. Was like, I was four. <laughs> uh, whatever, whatever. Uh, but yeah, this is one of those movies that I just always had, and I watched a lot. And it was interesting because as a kid, I wasn't really into that base- into baseball. I'm into baseball now as an adult. Yeah, yeah. You but as baseball. a kid, I was not a ba- I was not into baseball. Um, but I love this movie, and I used to watch it all the time. Um, and I couldn't really tell you why. I mean, I was just like, hey, it's a good movie. Mm-hmm. I just watched it a lot as a kid. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's movies that you just kind of glom onto as a kid and you don't know why. Yeah. Um, but, so, I remember from this movie, watching it all the time, I remember uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt being in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, a young little boy. Um, yeah, this was I like one was... of his first roles, isn't it? Uh, I don't, because he's been a child actor for, I mean, he was, you know. But, I mean, I think you might be right, because he was pretty young in this fucking movie. Um, he did a couple TV shows. His, his first, like, real movie was a TV movie called Stranger on My Land. But he did a couple episodes of um, uh, Family Ties. He was in an episode of Murder, She Wrote. He's in a couple episodes of Dark Shadows. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this wasn't his first. No, but I mean, it was, I mean, he was, you know, it was like his, it's kind of his movie. <laughs> it was, yeah, it he's, was his, like, he's big He's one breakout. of the leads. I mean, he's, I mean, he yeah. is the lead character yeah. in the movie. Um, I think this is the first day. This is the first time I saw him and Danny Glover. So this is my first introduction to Danny Glover. Was it really? Yeah. Wow. I, I don't think I'd seen anything at that point that, you know, I definitely I mean, wasn't watching yeah, Lethal you, Weapon at that point. <laughs> yeah, I think... I, I had watched this before I had ever seen Third Rock, which somehow my parents let me watch Third Rock from the Sun Third when I was a kid. Third Rock from the Sun. I don't think I watched uh, that show either. I didn't uh, watch it, but it I mean, was, I remember oh, no, him I being on there. I, yeah. I watched Third Rock a lot. That was a good um, show. I liked that show a lot when I was younger, but I think I'd watched this, and then I hadn't watched it before watching Third Rock. So I kind of have forgotten that Joseph Gordon-Levitt was... It was in this movie. Uh, yeah. It was in this movie. I feel like a lot of people forget about this movie. I don't think a lot of people know this movie. I mean, it's not... I don't think it's one that people remember as fondly as I do. I haven't I seen mean, it in I forever, mean, I remember but. it, and I know, like, some of the pop culture references that you can get from it, like the flapping the wings thing. Mm. Oh. See, I saw this movie in theaters, and I would have been almost nine. Yeah. And if, if the math checks out. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and uh, I saw it in theaters, had it on VHS... I didn't like baseball then, and I still don't like baseball now. Um, and uh, but I but I like sports movies, even though I don't like sports. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't know why. Uh, I think sports it's prob- movies are great. What are you sports about? movies are great. I I think it's because sports movies are a hell of a lot shorter than regular sports. And, <laughs> and there's like I mean, you could watch this movie twice in a regular baseball game. I think probably Very yeah, true. at least. Um, but this was not my f- this was my. F- First introduction, I think, to JGL. Definitely not my first to Danny Glover because I, I, I think I had seen Lethal Weapon by then. <laughs> um, and well, um, 
Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if you had. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and I'm sure, I, th I think I'd seen him in other things, too. I don't remember when Operation Dumbo Drop was, but that was also him and Ray Liotta and some other folks. Um, and so I, I always liked Danny Glover a lot. Um, and then, obviously, Christopher Lloyd, I knew from, from Back to the Future. Yeah. And, um, and Taxi. And Taxi, which I did watch growing up. I did not watch that because oh, I'm not old. Wait, yes, show. I am. I'm 30. Oh, my God. Yeah, you are. Um... I mean, I didn't start watching Taxi until like ten years ago, but oh, I grew when up you on were thirty. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, no, I I I really liked this movie, but also kind of totally forgot about it. Yeah, it's I feel yeah. like it is one of those things. I honestly forgot about it. I think I just was like scrolling somewhere and, and I saw it that it was just like you know on a VOD service, and I was like, oh shit. I used to watch this movie all the time. I mm -hmm. fucking loved this movie as a kid. Yeah. And I hadn't seen yeah. it. I don't remember the last time I saw it. I think the last time that I did see it was on VHS, honestly. Same. Definitely. Had to be. Mm -hmm. Well, I guess do we want to get into this and see if we remember it? Because I don't remember get most of it. Into it. I know I remember most of it. <laughs> <laughs> Before we watch the movie, a quick word from our sponsors. And now, our feature presentation. And we're back! <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> what did you guys think? Baby Joseph Gordon-Levitt! Man, I... The, He's I, great. I, I... He's a good actor. I was overwhelmed with how much I missed Danny Glover. Like I, yeah. I, I, you make it sound like he's died. I well, but he's just not in a lot anymore. And I mean, he doesn't act as out, much. Yeah. Sarah pointed out that he was in Jumanji, and I was like, oh yeah, that's right. You know? Yeah, he was great in the new Jumanji. He movie. was, I but he also wasn't it. in it that much. No, but um, um, who played? I think it was Jack Black. Was Danny Glover? No, it was uh, um, Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. Yeah. And then they all started switching. They all started switching. I think Aquafina played him at one point, yeah. maybe. But. Or, no, no, no. Aquafina was Danny DeVito yeah. at one point. Um, that was great. She was great as Danny DeVito. Anyway. But, but yeah, like I, I, um, okay, so, well, Johnny, it was your birthday movie. Speak your feelings. What did you think? Tell us what you think. <laughs> I can't divorce, I can't divorce nostalgia from this movie. Like, I, I, I love this movie still. I mean, it, it gets me, man. I, I, you know, I, Thinking about it, I'm like, oh, as a kid, I used to love this movie. And I'm like, oh, I could totally understand why well, I love this movie so much. It had so much to do with what was going on in my life at the time. Like, you know, it's a young boy and, it's, mm -hmm. you know, father stuff and it's just mm -hmm. baseball. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, and like, you know, wanting a family and just like yeah. Yeah. all this shit that I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, I was kind of going yeah. through all that shit at that time. Oh man, this movie's mm -hmm. great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I do. I love this movie. Um, I think. Well, one, you, um, if you haven't seen it in a while, you'd be surprised at how many faces you recognize. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, McConaughey. Because there's Adrian McConaughey, Brody. Adrian Brody. Neil McDonough. Uh, Tony yeah. Danza. Tony, yeah, and Tony Danza. Like, there's, there's a lot of really good actors in this movie, I feel like. JGL kills it, too. He does. I oh, mean, he's he, as, I mean, he's like a... I, I, I don't know how old he was in this movie when it was, sh when it was shot. I think he's about my age. But... Uh, no, he's older than you, I think, but Joe. But damn... That was he. Oh yeah, as he a kid actor, he, he does a yeah. great performance in this movie. Like this movie never feels to me. It's it, it it's it's a family movie. We talk about family and kids movies, mm -hmm. and I don't feel this is like kids movie. I feel like this is a family movie, mm -hmm. and 
it's it's interesting because like I mean I'm not a religious person but I, I just I love this movie and I love the message of it and I love yeah, this, I don't the, think I don't know. yeah I don't think you have to be a religious person to believe in like you can be a spiritual spiritual person and believe in angels and a higher power yeah. helping you with things in your life helping you play baseball yeah <laughs> yeah see it's more of the symbolism homers. of the angels yeah the, 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 the angels are are the you know the 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 spontaneous good luck that just makes things work out for you sometimes yeah. you know yeah. it, this movie doesn't really hit you over the head with it or, or make it terrible i mean there's a couple points where i was like well that is that is getting pretty religious but it doesn't ever get no it never goes over the top it never yeah. it's never like preach you know it's yeah i think there's only like two times where it's like he's praying for something yeah, yeah. but i mean but, even when it, he's praying he's like i i i relate especially to that scene because i made that wish yeah. i have made that wish mm-hmm. in the past of yeah. like wanting to be a part of just a regular fucking family yeah and and i'm watching it like this i'm like oh man mm-hmm. but it's it's you know i like that he's like in that He's like God. If there is a God, he doesn't know. He's a yeah. kid. He's just like yeah. He's like if you're a man or a woman, if you're just listening. Yeah. If you're just yeah. like, I I want this thing and like you know, it's not a it's not a uh, too much to ask. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I see your like, universe. I I I think because um, one of the things that I was struck by is it is a family movie with at times a kids movie kids movie interludes. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. like like the bit where they're like the ball is all over the yeah, place, the balls, and there's yeah. and like there's little there's little bits like that, but like the, the the backbone of this movie is very sweet, very heartfelt, really mm-hmm. well thought out. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and I you know I me too I you know I, uh, growing up with just a single mom, um, and and uh, you know certainly lower middle class and just and and being around all of these other people who had normal families and nice houses and you know and I I, yeah. I, I also kind of felt that way and and you know watching it this time that that last that last scene and I remember I remember specifically like Tony Danza because Tony Danza was besides Danny Glover and Christopher Lloyd Tony Danza was the only other person that I recognized in the film when I saw it because mm-hmm. he was in taxi also. Yeah. And and also yeah, I think this boss. might have been the first time I recognized. Uh, I mean, I saw Tony Danza. Yeah, films. and so, I have a I have a Tony Danza taxi joke, but I'll get to that later when it's good, more appropriate. Um, <laughs> but but there's that there's that scene when 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 it's revealed. Oh yeah, he's gonna die in six months. Yeah. I remember as a kid yeah. just being like, oh my god, oh, and it still hit me. Yeah, you know? yeah, and and because well, it hits him, it hits it hits Roger. You know, JJL. Yeah. He's like, you see it. That's what I'm saying. He's such a good actor. You see yeah. it. Yeah, like, he's he, he crumbles in that moment. He's, he's really like, the vessel for the audience in this, uh, and in and, more ways than I think a main character, especially a kid main character, is for normally, most audiences. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and you know, and you know, like Tony Danza does. He he, in in the best way underplays this character this guy who's broken mm-hmm. and is just sitting on the bench waiting for his time to run out literally yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and 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 the fact that he gets that one last really good you know those last really good set of games and the fact mm-hmm. i mean i'm i'm guessing from the playoffs to when baseball would start up again he's not gonna make it like he won't play baseball no. again right no no he's gonna be dead no yeah and and so like even watching it now i was like oh 
And when he and when Danny Glover goes out there and he doesn't take him out of the game, and mm-hmm. then and then they lie and they're like, no, it's the Angels, and like the, everybody starts flapping their wings, and I was just, yep. it was such yeah. a such a good moment. It's it was a feel so good sweet. movie. It's a feel good it's moment. It's such a good movie. It's, uh, like, it it's me. just it and you realize that, so sweet. And you realize that it was like there was Roger's wish for a normal family, but yeah. then there was also Tony Danza's character's wish, Mel Clark's wish to maybe just play and be a baseball player one last time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for Danny Glover to feel like he's got something in his life that, that can't be taken away because his baseball career was. Like, it, this movie's full yeah. of people who are broken and need something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, then they, I, I, and then they're all brought together to, to make that happen for each other. Yeah. Uh, and that's the thing that I do, I mean, because, uh, like, you know, when, when I picked this movie, I hadn't seen it in a while, so, I, you know, going into it, I'm like, uh, I don't know, it could be... It's just going to be a fun, yeah, like, it could nice be. little movie. And then, like, I'm like, oh, yeah, like, the first scene of this movie is literally him getting into the door and his dad being like, peace, I'm yeah. peace out. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, oh, fuck. Yeah, and yeah. he... It opens he, that way. He, like, Dermot says... Maroney. D- is that his name? Dermot Moroni, yeah. Dermot, yeah, he's yeah. in this. Ha, another face. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> and he also, like, makes that, he, he makes that quote promise uh, to him saying, like, <clears throat> if the angels win. Yeah, well, and when the he, pennant, like, which he, is, it's saying, he's saying it's impo- impossible. Never. Yeah, Never. it's impossible. Basically. And and because he's such a little kid, he takes that as, Literally. oh, yeah. I, it, that if that happens, mm-hmm. he, he will come back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it just—that's heartbreaking. Ugh. It is. Yeah. It's it's uh, this movie. Because like you probably watching that as a kid were thinking like, oh cool, mm. he's going to help the angels win the pennant and he's going to get his dad back. Yeah. But mm. as an adult, you watch that and you're like, that's not going to happen. He's yeah. something else is going to happen. Yeah. That you know he's just kind of fobbing him off, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's. Oof. Yeah. And the thing is, it so I hadn't forgotten anything in this movie. Maybe like little tiny details. Um, but I really hadn't forgotten hardly anything, but everything hit me so much harder as mm-hmm. like a grown adult being able to see through all like that bit when he's having to wait at the court for three hours just oh. to be told that his dad has given up his parental rights. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, why did he even have to be there for that? Yeah. You know, like what's yeah. the point And of he that? tried to not be there also anyways. Yeah. Like he, he tried so hard. His foster mom tried so hard to not mm-hmm. have him be there. Yeah. And then, and then let's the, and the movie. It's funny because because JGL is the heart of the film, but JP is the oh, soul. He, he's know? so it's so because I, I, it's I like that character because it it it's very much a kid character of like just the line of like annoying. You can see why the other kids would like be like a little annoyed by him, but yeah. also he's just like he's innocent and sweet and, and pure. honest and pure. Yeah, and he's had like this rough thing like the bit about him having to sleep in the car like you know when I was younger my mom would you know had to go to work early like super early in the morning like two one o'clock yeah. in the morning mm-hmm. and so she would drive me to a relative's house and I would sleep in the car so I, I've slept in a bunch of cars yeah and that I always remember that connecting with that bit of just mm-hmm. been like oh man yeah like this guy he's so sweet and he's and so, like, yeah. it's, so uh, sweet and he's so and he's cute. so cute too he's a and cute that, kid uh. that actor hasn't done anything really yeah. since yeah. then he did yeah. an episode of sister sister an episode of seventh heaven and anything else that he's been in has been something that has to do with angels in the outfield he did um a podcast or a tv series or something and then an episode of uh college humor interesting 
Yeah, I um, I was surprised at how there I, I was, and there was, and there were also bits that were really funny. Like I really enjoyed. I've always liked Neil McDonough, and he always shows up and the mm-hmm. weirdest random things because he's you know he's, oh, in this he's movie. so good. He was in Star Trek: First Contact. He's the main bad guy in a season of Justified, and he's great. He's a but he's a main bad guy on Arrow. Um, yeah. in the arrow he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's a bad guy in a lot of stuff which he is, is super bad guy funny. in Captain America uh, yeah and but yeah. but yeah but then he's yeah dumb 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 Duggan in, in that and he's great and he's just like and apparently he's Sarah told me that he's um, really religious and will not kiss anybody on screen which has actually been something that's kind of hamstringed his career because he can never yeah. be mm. like a leading man mm. um, but I but I'd, I'd, I'd forgotten that he was in it but every time he did something stupid, I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it's so good. I <laughs> it love like, it. He, he, that, that one guy's like, Jose. Kevin's like, wait, wait, it's about a guy called Jose? Wait, the first line <laughs> is Jose? It's about a Spanish guy. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, he was great. And McConaughey was also really, I think, hilarious in this also. Uh, but He was, although I it's, love weird how, it's weird how little he's in this movie, considering he's Matthew McConaughey, or at least he would grow up to be Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, what in '94, he was, he was, you know, yeah, nothing. Yeah. Same was with Adrian Brody. Before Brilliant. or after Dazed and Confused? Mm, I don't know. That's a good question. I'm looking to the it internet. Up. Oh boy. Um, this was after. It was uh, a year after Dazed and Confused. But, but but maybe you know, like he would probably had done this film while Dazed and Confused was still like in post production. You know the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he hadn't really, and he only has a small part in that movie, anyways, right? Uh, Days and Confused. Yeah, he's only got the one. I haven't part. seen it. No, yeah. oh, um, fully. Check it out. Um, um, but, yeah. but yeah, I was, I was surprised. I, I was really happy that this movie is it's still like, it's still. Even though I was able to see it differently and I was able to like kind of get more understanding of it of like, you know, the the more adult themes that I guess, mm-hmm. even though mm-hmm. I, I knew, but I didn't know, whatever. Um, I'm glad that it was still uh, the my memory of it wasn't tarnished. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. still the movie way. that you wanted it to be, and it still. Yeah. I mean, for me, it still had this this surprising effect, and it's just, and 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 I think it goes to show how good Joseph Gordon-Levitt not only not only is but was as a kid. Um, mm-hmm. Milton Davis Jr., who plays JP, how good he is, how great the chemistry between. The, those two and Danny Glover is yeah um, yeah and and because you really like that last bit when he says that he wants to adopt him mm-hmm. and and then JP runs off and he's and, and he's, he's so like upset. and he's so happy but he's like I can't leave without JP and then he's like well yeah of course JP's coming and too he's coming too <laughs> and then he, and like and oh and then he runs over and they're just so happy and it's yeah. such a it's wonderful moment adorable it is so nice. sweet and then um, he sees the angel at the end guys yeah. Yeah. And he's yeah. like, I knew it could happen. He, <laughs> he believed all along, man. Yeah. This oh, movie's man. about believing in yourself, but also in having somebody believe in you. And sometimes, yeah. sometimes, everybody just needs a little bit of help from somewhere. True. Very true. Yeah. Uh, I love this movie. Yeah. It was, it was, it was really, really good. Um, yeah. I'm, I, I was actually have... really glad that you picked this, because in a way, I was, I kind of... I remember saying like, oh, I gotta find first. Firstly, listener, this movie's not easy to find. Yeah, this movie no. is not easy. To I find. spent I spent thirty minutes searching for this film because yeah. we all thought it was on Disney Plus, and it's not on Disney Plus. It is uh-huh. not, and it's not on uh, even like if you wanted to legitimately watch it, rent it from Amazon. Nope. Nope. Good luck. Nope. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even I, think it's on the Apple. Like, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't it's, you can't iTunes you can't rent it anywhere. Yeah, wow. it's on like uh, Direct TV or something like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, which once again wasn't like True Lies or something. It was only available through Direct TV. Like yeah. Directv has oh. this weird vice grip on movies, certain very specific <laughs> movies. Yeah. Um, but anyway, but the, but so this movie was not easy to find. Um, but it but like when Johnny, when you picked it, I was like, all right, yeah, all right, I'll, I'll you know, like I wasn't dreading Stupid it. Stupid baseball movie. <laughs> I wasn't dreading it, but at the same time, I was like, I don't know if I really want to watch this film. And then I watched it, and I was just like. It was I. It was something that I was wanting to watch without realizing that I wanted to watch it, which is yeah, one of my favorite right? things. It's a nice palate cleanser for the shithole that this year has. I mean, been. it's a yeah. feel good movie, man. If you yeah. want to watch a feel good movie, this now, is the one. Now, interestingly, much easier to find is the original 1951 Angels in the Outfield. Yeah, which every is on I Disney search, Plus. Which is on every Disney time Plus. I search that kept coming yep, up. Yep, I was and, like, what? I, what the fuck? I didn't even know this was a remake. This was a remake thing until is, that. Because there's there's a bit where um, they're singing take I think they're singing take, take me out of the, the ball, ball game, mm-hmm. and um, uh, Sarah was singing the lyrics, but then instead of uh, our home team or whatever, she sings the Pirates because she's from Pittsburgh. Yeah. Yeah. And, but the pirates uh, are actually the team in the, in original. the original. Yeah. yeah, and it's and it's funny because I, I looked up the. I'm, I'm actually kind of curious to watch this this the original. original just because. Yeah. But it says a young woman reporter blames the Pittsburgh Pirates' long losing streak on an obscenely abusive manager. While she attempts to learn more about him for her column, he begins hearing the voice of an angel promising to help him, uh, to help, uh, promising him to help for the team, help for the team if he will mend his ways. As he does so, an orphan girl who is a Pirates fan and has been praying for the team begins noticing angels in the in the ball field. Sure enough, the Pirates start winning, and McGovern tries to turn his life around. Uh, but can he keep his temper long enough for the Pirates to win the uh, NL pennant, National League pennant? National League pennant. Yes. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of like. Yeah, those are all the bits to it, but it doesn't. It kind of feels like the long way around in a way <laughs> compared yeah. to like how because this movie's actually really tight. You know, the, oh the, yeah, everything happens. Yeah. I thought so too. It's, I was it's, like, it's A and then B and then C, and it all happens uh, like B happens because A happened, and it's it's got it's got that inevitability that you really want in a story. Um, mm-hmm. And this this movie moves along really really well. Like it's already off at a like a brisk clip before you realize that. Like, oh, whoa, hang on a second, movie, you know? Yeah, we're going. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do have a question, mostly for Johnny, hmm? because it's a it's a sports question. Sports! How? Ain't the the Anaheim Angels are... The California A Angels. minor. They're... No. They're a major league. They're a, they're a major they're league American team? league, is that right? Yes. All right, so... so, so how? Well, all right, so, so, so in this... So right now, the... The, the, this is so stupid. Okay, the so right now the Angels team is the Los Angeles Angels, Angels of, of Anaheim. Anaheim. That's yeah, the super name. confusing. Before they were the Angels, the Anaheim Angels. Before that, they were the California Angels. Well, that's before the Dodgers came over from New York, though. No, no the Dodgers no, have been no, here no, since no. the fifties, sixties. No, the do, no the, the, the Dodgers were they used to be in New York. I have a T-shirt. Yeah, the trolley no, Dodgers. Yes. but <laughs> no. Shut up, everybody. <laughs> you guys don't know what you're talking about. The Angels is an expansion league team. The Dodgers came over here in the 50s with the Giants. They were both from New York. They both played in the uh, National League. They moved over to the West Coast in uh, 1957. Uh, and then 
the Angels were an expansion team in the American League, the other league, and that didn't come until, I believe, the 70s or 80s. Mm. And so, yeah, so this movie, during this movie in 94, they were the California Angels. And you saw it on their hats. There was the C and the A. Yeah, there was the C But anyways, my question is, Yes. I come from a hometown where we have a minor league team. Yes. They're okay. Yes. And the town that my dad grew up in, they are a third-tier league, and they're still even fairly decent. How in the living hell did these players get to the major fucking league? I mean, yeah, although this... So, That's like the so, hardest thing about this whole movie for me to believe. I mean, it's not, it shouldn't be, though, because... So, like I said, it's an expansion team, which expansion teams are notoriously terrible for a long time because they're new. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There's no history, there's mm-hmm. no nothing. It's just yeah. starting off. Yeah. Um, it's not always there's, the case. There's no but, culture, essentially. Yeah, there's, yeah basically, yeah. You're, just, you're building something out of nothing. And so, during this time, they were still that. Uh, although, the Angels would go on to win the World Series in 2000. I think 2000 or 2001. So mm. That was not. a fun fact. I skipped over it. I didn't care about any of that <laughs> stuff. <laughs> I know. It, it is a fun fact. Because the whole point is that they're like losers, right? So And they were uh, losers at that point. I, d- yeah. I did love, though, there's that scene where they is like a really impressive, I don't know, triple player or whatever. They they all do really well. And then <laughs> and somebody's like, and they all look at him and he's like, nope, there were no angels. It was just nope. them. <laughs> yeah, they're just, yeah. Bi- they're just vibing, bro. Yeah. A couple other things. One, the effects are really, really good. Like they're, they're fairly for 90, decent. For 90s for, movies, for the 90s. I think they're, they're used sparingly and well enough to where they're yeah. not like obstructive. The, yeah. the one that really impressed me is when Christopher Lloyd first comes to JGL mm-hmm. and then the guy that keeps burping just like oh, yeah. sits into him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The effect of like that morph, is done. Yeah. yeah. Is done extremely well. I will say, I don't know if the effects, the effects looked good, but at the same time, the copy that, uh, that I was watching the compression was kind of terrible, so I think oh, yeah, it hid terrible. whatever yeah. possible shortcomings um, yeah. in the in the terrible compression. But I agree yeah, with I you. Yeah, I think I found it on like a VOD on TBS or something, mm. and I was able to watch it like the broadcast definition. Mm-hmm. Of oh, it. that's good. You probably you probably uh, got a better version than I than I could. Yeah, find. I just found it on YouTube TV. Nice. Um, and then I did have a Tony Danza joke that loops into Taxi. Mm-hmm. It this version of Tony Danza is what I envision his character from Taxi being, but the baseball version instead of the boxing version. Really? Like, if his if his character ever if got Tony really, Banta, really good at boxing yeah. in in Taxi, yeah. this is just the husk of him now. <laughs> well, you know, and that's the thing, is Tony Danza was a real boxer. Mm-hmm. Like, that was... That's why, the, that's why he was... He got the part in Taxi, wasn't it? Because he was a boxer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... Yeah, he did a really good job playing, like you say, a husk. You know, this this yeah. guy that is really just kind of through sport has abused his body to the point mm-hmm. that he can't take part in this thing that he used to love. Yeah, yeah. I do always love the line. JP's like, "Hey, you used to be Matt Clark or whatever." Oh, and he's like, yeah, "Yeah, used to be." Used to be. And he's God. just like, oh, yeah, and it's like, it's like JP like, didn't mean it. He didn't mean it like I know. that. He didn't mean it like yeah, that. I feel so like that's sweet. a classic line that they throw out in movies like like kids sports movies or family sports movies mm. to that token like has been character. Yeah. They always throw out that you used to be mm-hmm. line. Yeah. Yeah. Or hey, 
I my dad used to watch you, or my dad used to be a big fan of you. There's kind of thing. There's there's a line in um, uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit when when they 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 screw with him at the crime scene and and uh, and they're like, didn't you used to be Eddie Valiant, or did you change your name to Jack Daniels? <laughs> <laughs> and then I have two fun facts. No recastings for this, but one of them is related to the movie, and one of them is not related to the movie. Okay. Um, the the related one is that there is a hidden Mickey. Oh. Um, the first time when in the beginning of the film when Roger is looking out the window and praying, you can see um, a Mickey in the stars. Nice. I don't know. It's, it says an image of Mickey Mouse, but I don't. I did not see it because I did not. You haven't these up. confirmed. Because I looked <laughs> these up after I watched the film, I didn't want to spoil anything for myself. That's fair. That's fair. Um. And then on a non-related note, because I like to uh, peruse various actors' IMDb pages, I was perusing Joseph Gordon-Levitt's IMDb page, and we all know that he is in one of Ryan Johnson's great films. He's in um, all of Ryan Johnson's great films. Yes, I was gonna say. I was gonna say. I did not know that he voiced a character in *Knives Out* yeah. and in *Last Jedi*. He, I, I found that and I was like, "Wow, he's on, that's a fun fact." He's on the Netflix show or whatever that the sister is watching in knives out you hear like a police uh, detective's voice saying like oh yeah. no there was some there was a knife in the body or something like that and that's, <laughs> that's him that's great and then he voiced uh slow in low in last jedi i don't know which character that is but i'm assuming he is just like a character in the background on the casino yeah i think so something like that and he's also uh he appears in um brother's bloom uh just like in in a party scene he doesn't speak as far as i know but he's there um yeah yeah he's he's he and he and, and ryan johnson are buddies well that's everything you that's know, all my fun facts uh joseph gordon levitt once cameoed in my life um i was at um amoeba records and i was walking down you know, r.i.p yeah oh. yeah I, I mean it's reopening once the pandemic opens but in a new location but r.i.p that location yeah but I was I w- I've been there. I actually went there one time. <laughs> you wow. actually went there one wow. time. <laughs> I went there one time after screening at, um, I think I was, I went to see Booksmart for Oscar season. At the they did a screening with something? Olivia Wilde, mm-hmm. and we walked across the street and yeah. to. Uh, but yeah, I was like it was really walking down one of the aisles of CDs, and then, and then I saw him, and we both stopped and looked at each other. And he and he kind of froze like an animal, you know. He's and like, I, "Are you Ryan Johnson?" Well, well who knows? Actually, you know, because I didn't no, know Ryan Johnson. No, he was like, "God like damn it, is this weird motherfucker gonna come and, up to me and start yeah, talking to me?" I probably that too. And and I just I looked at him, and he looked at me, and then I just I just nodded, and then he nodded, and we just kept walking. <laughs> I think he was probably really happy that I was not going to bother him, that I recognized him, and didn't want to bother him. You know. He's lucky that I wasn't there because I, my mouth would have dropped and I would have been like, I've had a crush on you since I was like five. I was afraid because... of what you were going with your mouth. <laughs> oh, God. No. I love Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Well, ec- good extra long episode, guys. Yeah, that, Jesus it's a Christ. great episode. I mean, usually we ask the question, does it hold up? Which we already covered that. It yes. sure does. Oh, it's, I'm so happy it does. Yeah. Oh, man. That, Fantastic. It, I mean, I, I hope I hope a better quality version that is easier is to available. find. Yeah, um, it makes I wonder if this is on known. DVD or Blu-ray. I'm I mean, sure. I, 
I, I'm, I'm hoping it's on DVD. I don't think it's, it's got to be Blu-ray. on a DVD at least. I would I think, think DVD, Blu-ray. but maybe not. Yeah. Oh, this is like a, this is an obscure. I feel like it is on DVD. You can get it used on eBay. Um, it's on shopdisney.com. So Interesting. maybe it'll it'll be coming to uh, Disney Plus soon once it the Seavod uh, exclusivity probably where whatever it weird rights thing. Happens. It's always can, something with the rights. Apparently, you can get it from Amazon though. Five dollars DVD. Mm-hmm. That sounds good. Here, Johnny, I'll send you the link. Tight. You can get this and watch it all the time. You can also get the VHS tape for uh, Ten bucks. double the cost of the DVD. Nice. Well, anyway, there it is. Listener. And there it a, is. If you have not watched this film in a while, do yourself a favor and uh, check it out. Or if yeah, you've never watched fun. it, it's still good. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, you shouldn't have I didn't remember this nothing of this. watching it first. Yeah. Um, well, I think... Our next episode's going to be a little bit different, and it's going to be a little bit fun, and I'm really excited for it because it's going to be our 50th episode. We're We've turning been doing 50. This <laughs> We're old 50 timers. times, you guys. Oh, boy. Tight. So. <laughs> so wait. Wait for that one. <laughs> but you guys, if you have seen this movie, tell us what you think at Twitter or Instagram, Nostalgitis, N-O-S-T-A-L-G-I-T-I-S, or on email, NostalgiaEffectPod at gmail.com. And don't forget to be kind and rewind. And happy birthday to me. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Johnny. That's right.